Hey, welcome to the Thrive Church Podcast. We are so glad that you're joining us for this time today. We hope that this message will encourage you, build your faith, and help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Now to the message. We are going to continue uh, in this series with a message that I want to call for today, Faith to Forgive. Faith to Forgive. To forgive. Let's pray before we get into this. Father, we just thank you, uh, God, that you love us so much, that God, you are for us. If God, if you're for us, who can be against us? God, we thank you that you love us so much. And Father, I just pray for this time that we have together, that uh, just wisdom and revelation would flow. Father, that you would speak today to people's hearts and that we'd have a greater revelation of you and who you've called us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever read something in the Bible and in your mind you put your own asterisks beside the scripture? Like it's like, please refer to my personal asterisks and, and the footnote. And it's like, this is good, but this does not really apply to this situation or to this person. Have you ever done that? Uh, where you're reading a scripture and, and, it's, and it's speaking and God's speaking through this and you're like, you make an exception uh, in your mind of like, uh, this is good, but it doesn't apply to this situation. Um, you know, you read something in scripture and then uh, thought this can't apply because of X, Y, Z. And maybe if you're, you're bold enough, hey, you can put that in the comments. I've done that. I've totally done that too. Where you're reading something and in your mind, you're like, this is good. But I don't think this applies to right here. Reading the scripture and God's giving instruction, calling us to a higher way of living um, or even correction. But then we put in our personal asterisks of uh, this is good but it can't apply to this situation or this area of our life or my life. And I think one of the areas that so many of us do this, where we put in our own little like, please refer to the note, and it's like, um, does not apply to me here, is in this area. Is in this area where it's like, uh, this is good, but it doesn't apply to in this area, is forgiveness is forgiveness. So many times I find when we can read through scripture and where the Bible says forgive, we can put in our own little asterisks where please refer to, and it doesn't apply to X, Y, Z because da, 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 da. But yet forgiveness is actually fundamental to our faith. Forgiveness is fundamental to our faith. In Romans 3.23, it says, for everyone has sinned, We all fall short of God's glorious standard, which sin really is missing the mark or missing God's glorious standard. And mankind has, has sinned or was born into sin. And, and so the first man, thanks Adam, thanks Eve, um, they missed the mark. And now it got passed down in our spiritual uh, DNA from generation to generation to generation. That's why it says for everyone is sin because now it's passed down in your spiritual DNA. But not only that, there's a cost for sin. There's a debt for sin. And that debt, that cost that has to be paid for sin, for that debt that was taken out, that loan that was taken out by Adam and Eve, the payment was death. In Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, 
but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So this is now where the grace of God and the forgiveness of God steps in. Because if I just stopped at like sin and death, that would be so sad, so disappointing. We would all be hooped. But Jesus, he steps in. This is where Jesus, he came to earth to pay the debt, to cancel the debt that you and I, that mankind owed. He died on the cross, taking your sins, my sins, paying the price that was owed. Jesus canceled and paid the debt of death and eternal separation so that now we can have his forgiveness. And through Jesus, God, through Jesus, paying the price freely, Jesus paid it freely. He was willing to. He freely paid the price of our debts so that now you and I are forgiven through Jesus. That we can come boldly before the throne of grace. That sin is no longer an issue because it was taken. Jesus took, a, took care of the debt. He paid the debt. That is foundation. That is, fun, that is a foundation of our faith. Our faith is how, man, Jesus, he brought grace. He brought forgiveness. In Ephesians 2.8, it says this. God saved you by his grace when you believed, when you had faith in him. And you can't take credit for it, for, uh, for this. It is a gift from God. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Forgiveness, it's foundation. It's at the core of our faith. It is, it is what Jesus came so that we could have reconciliation with God to pay our debts so that our debts would be forgiven. The forgiveness of God is a free gift received by faith. By saying, Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. You then receive grace, the gift of free gift of God, and then you receive it by faith. God forgiving us, forgiving mankind. And there's no small print to that, right? We, have you ever been where you see like free whatever, like free this, and then small print with a one-year subscription? Or free, free, free with your purchase of 27,000 of these other things that you will not use, right? Th but there is no little asterisks there of like free gift from God. But once you sign up, then you got to start paying. It's because this, it's not the gift itself. Wasn't free. It actually had a great price, a great cost, but you didn't pay it. I didn't pay it. Jesus came to this earth to pay the cost, pay the debt. So now it is actually free. Why? Because Jesus purchased your salvation, your life, your, you, now that you can be reconciled with God eternity, now you can be with him because Jesus paid for it. It's free to you and I, but it was not a free gift. Jesus paid for it. And, and in simplest terms, the forgiveness of God really is a canceled debt. That God that Jesus, he came down, God put on earth suit, came down, son of God. He took our place, your place, my place, so that now we can have a relationship with God. That there is nothing separating us from him. That all what we have to do is receive that gift, that free gift by faith. All we have to do now is believe in Jesus and receive the gift that God has. 
But so for many of us, we don't put our asterisks in there of like so many of us were like, yeah, that's right. All that stuff you said before Josiah, that's good. But often where we can put our little asterisks in is where, where we try and put it in is when the Bible says uh, we need to forgive others. When God speaks to us through his word and it's like, and you need to forgive this person. And forgiveness, and we put our little asterisks, right? So if we read in Ephesians, in Ephesians 4.31, it says this. Get rid of all bitterness. Yeah, I can do that. Get rid of all rage. Yeah, I can do that. Get rid of all anger, harsh words, slander. Yeah, okay. As well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind uh, to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And then after we were reading that, we can put the little asterisks right on the side. We can, in, in our mind, where we can put our asterisks, they'd be like, man, forgiveness, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good scripture. Except in this situation because of what that person did to me. God, you must not be referring to this person because they did this. You know, I, yeah, forgiving. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, God. Except for that person who betrayed me in that way. Ex uh, forgive. Yeah, I like it. Except for this person who maliciously attacked me. Uh, yeah, okay. Forgive, forgive. That's great. Except for this person who, and then you can fill in your own blank. How many times have we done this? Maybe where it's a conversation with yourself, or maybe it is a, just a conversation with God of, mm, I like it. I like where you're going for God, but I, it can't apply. Please see my personal footnote there. It does not apply to so-and-so because this Y and Z. God, you can't mean I'm supposed to forgive this person who hurt me so deeply. God, you can't mean I'm supposed to forgive someone who, who slandered me, who talked behind my back. God, you can't mean I'm supposed to forgive someone who stole from me. If we're honest, I think at one time or another, all of us have had this. And all of us have done this when it comes to forgiveness. Where we put our little asterisks in there and like, does not refer to this situation. And like, why do we do this? Right? Like, I do it. I, I'm, I think we all do it at some times. And why do we do this? Like all of us would say, yeah, forgiveness, it's good. Like no one's like, forgiveness is the worst, right? We would all agree, forgiveness is good. Why do we struggle with forgiving or trying to put our own exemptions to forgiveness? I think there's a couple reasons. I think one that I see is we want to make them pay for what they've done. I, I don't want to forgive them because they need to pay for what they've done to me. What they didn't do, pay for what they didn't do. Make them suffer uh, and the same way that they made me suffer. Or once they feel the pain that I feel. Or they, they need to feel the disappointment that I feel. Or they need to feel the being alone when they left me hanging. Or they need to feel the silence 
because they need to feel that they hurt me and that they are going to get it back. Then, once then, once they feel enough pain, once they feel enough and they feel bad enough, then I will forgive them. Then, once they've paid for what they've done, then, then, then I'll forgive them. But often, what happens is when we try and get, when we try and make someone else pay for those hurts, those things that they've, they've done, we actually pay because our thoughts are consumed with the hurt or the wrong that was done. Bitterness comes in and it defiles your heart. That unforgiveness affects other relationships around you. And often unforgiveness, or you holding on to it, trying to make someone else hurt, it actually robs you from the present. It robs you from the present and the now because your heart is frozen in that hurt of the past. Your heart, your attention, your emotions are frozen in that hurt from the past. Second thing I think is, is that we qualify what is forgivable or when they are forgivable. You know, once they've done X, Y, Z, then I'll forgive them. Uh, they need to earn my forgiveness or the right to be forgiven. Once they identify that they were wrong and come coming back to me and say, I am so sorry. I was such an idiot. Oh, and once they do that, then I'll forgive them. Or we say, you know what? This, what they've done, it crossed the line. It is unforgivable. How they betrayed me is unforgivable. And we set what is forgivable and what isn't. What, we set our own lines that, by the way, sometimes shift and change and we make them up as we go. Or the third one is this, is by forgiving, I'm saying it's okay or I'm condoning what they've done to me. I can't forgive them because what they did to me wasn't right. I can't forgive them because... It wasn't right. And by forgiving, I'm saying, but actually the forgiveness that Ephesians is talking about is not saying it's okay when you forgive. It's not saying or condoning that what they did was acceptable. A biblical forgiveness is actually something totally different than that. You know, all of those things that I listed at the time can feel right. Can't it? Where it can feel right of, I'm going to make them feel the pain I feel. Or I'm going to make, wait out until they come back to me and realize. And, and like, okay, Lord, you convict them. And once they convi you convict them and tell them they're sorry, then I'll, I'll forgive them. Right? However, like, because all this, it can feel right in the moment. But it really does destruction to our heart. Does destruction to our lives. And however, as Christians, we're not supposed to be going by our feelings or by our sight because it feels good, but rather live life um, by steps of faith in direct response to what God's word says. And when God says to forgive, to not put our own personal asterisks there, but, and, and say there, there's qualifications and standards of mine, but actually we see in Ephesians that there is a qualification 
and a standard of how we are to forgive. We see this in Ephesians uh, 4 again. In Ephesians 4, uh, 31, it says this. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as, as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Just as through Christ, as God through Christ has forgiven you. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. The standard of how we are to forgive is to forgive as God has forgiven us. That's the standard of how we are to forgive. God forgave us uh, not because of what we did, not because until we suffered enough, not because he didn't forgive us because we, we paid off, we paid our own debts, and, and he didn't even forgive us by condoning what we did. The qualification uh, of, of who and what is to be forgiven is, is Jesus. We are qualified for the forgiveness of God by Jesus. We receive forgiveness and mankind's debt was paid by Jesus. The writer of Ephesians two chapters earlier describes how God's, God forgave us and his grace that he had. In Ephesians 2.8 it says this, God saved you by his grace when you believed. In other words, in faith, when you were in faith, when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Forgiveness, the forgiveness of God is a gift. It's a gift. A gift that was so costly that Jesus paid it for us. But now it's free for you and I to receive. God's forgiveness was not on our own merit or, uh, or on anything that we could do to deserve it. Forgiveness was an award for our works, a reward for suffering long enough or paying for what we've done. Forgiveness wasn't saying, yeah, what you did was okay. But forgiveness of God was a free gift uh, on the qualification, on God, on Jesus qualifying us. It was because of Jesus. Now, what's interesting here that I find interesting is the word grace there is, is charis, right? And uh, forgive in the Greek in Ephesians 4 is, is I, lo I love this word, is uh, charismai. And the root word really is charis, which is grace. So forgiveness really is actually grace in action. It's grace in action. And in the same way, We've experienced God's forgiveness, God's forgiveness, who uh, we now can extend that forgiveness. The forgiveness that Ephesians 4 is talking about, where it says, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Bibl uh, the biblical definition of forgiveness is a free gift. It's, it's cancellation of debts. What was owed, but I'm not, I'm not collecting. I'm, I'm canceling the debt that was owed.
Now, who is qualified to forgive? Uh, what is or isn't qualified to be forgiven is based on this as well, according to that scripture. It's based on Jesus. It's based on Jesus. Whether someone is qualified or not to be forgiven, whether what they've done or not is qualified to be forgiven, is based on Jesus. Because God, it says that God the Father forgave us through Christ. So now that what qualifies us now is, is what is through Christ. So we are to forgive as God forgave us through Jesus Christ, Christ paying the price. And Jesus paid it all. Jesus who qualified you to be forgiven, he actually also qualifies that person who hurt you, that person who betrayed you, to receive forgiveness. Not because of what they did, but because of what Jesus has done. Jesus who qualified you to be forgiven by God, what he did on the cross actually qualifies that person who hurt you to be qualified to be forgiven by you. That person who hurt you or betrayed you. And it's real. Like, I get it. Like, when people hurt you, it's real. It's hard. It's it's where I want to like get out my asterisks and be like, this does not include this situation because it hurts so bad. Because they did this to me. And it's real. But know what? Just as real as that, that hurt is, what Jesus did on the cross, what he did for that person, what they did is enough. It's more than enough. Did what Jesus on the cross do, uh, did what, what Jesus did on the cross, did it cover that offense that that person did to you? Yes, it did. It did. It covered, not just covered, it took away all of your sins. And so if what Jesus did on the cross took away all of your sins so that now you could be forgiven by God, God today, what he's asking us to do, it's not, not to forgive by earthly means because if you're just trying to do it on your own, you're not going to be able to. It doesn't make sense. Why should I forgive? They should suffer. They should feel the pain. But what God is saying is to forgive as I have forgiven. And what is that? That is a free gift from God. God, he forgave you a free gift. Now he's saying, give this not on the merit of what they've done, but forgive them because of what Jesus has done. Because now that what sent Jesus to earth was, was love. God so loved the world. Today now, the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart. Jesus has now paid the price for that person, paid the price for that offense. And so now what God is saying is this, is through Jesus, forgive Josiah, through Jesus, forgive. What Jesus did on the cross is more than enough. If what Jesus did on the cross took my sin, your sin, and finished it, removed it, man, those things that people do to you here, now, Jesus is more than enough. He's more than enough. You're not meant to do it on your own. 
but you're meant to do it by faith. Why did I entitle this faith to forgive? Because that type of forgiveness in Ephesians 4 that, that God is calling us to do. Forgive in the same way that God forgives. A free gift, not based on their merit, not based on what they've done, but based on Jesus takes faith. Because it's impossible. It's impossible to forgive that way without faith or on your own strength. But we're not called to do that. We actually can do life with Jesus and we can forgive. We can release people, release the debts that were owed because we say Jesus, what he did meets and succeeds. It overpays that debt that you owed me, that hurt that you did me, that what would have been rightfully uh, a right response. Instead, you can say through Jesus, I can forgive Now, how do we apply this though? You know, how do we apply this? How do we get rid of that asterisk that we can often put? Now, I'm not talking about like those, there are things that we, like we can forgive pretty easily, right? But I'm talking about those things that it's like, it's with you. It's like with you because it's, it hurt. It really wounded you. You really felt it. And every time you read that, you're like, oh, it's, we think of forgiveness. Uh, mm, can't do it. Doesn't apply to this God. Uh, how do we actually do that? How do we get rid of it? That little asterisk. How do we actually forgive? Because, you know, it's, sometimes it's not easy to, to get rid of it and actually forgive. And something that I've done just recently, and it's practically helped me, where 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 it's like there was a hurt, there was a wound. I've been doing these things and it's helped me. The first one is to read in the Bible, get into God's word of how God forgave me. Because we're asked to forgive as God has forgiven us. So a great scripture would be one that there's all throughout the Bible, there's so many scriptures, God's forgiveness, his grace. But one from today, in Ephesians 2.8, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is, a re- is not a reward for the good things we have done. So now, none of us can boast about it. And as you get into God's word, letting faith build up in you, because we need, it's, it's a step of faith to forgive, to release someone the debt they owed, to, to say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you because it's a step of faith. It's a step of faith to be like, God, I trust you with, with this hurt. God, I trust you with, with my heart. God, I trust you with my future. God, I trust you with this situation because why we oftentimes we hold unforgiveness is because we're trying to control it. We're trying to like, uh, and we hold it, but it takes faith to release that debt. So allow faith to build up in you because that is the standard of how God has forgiven us is how we are to forgive others. And then the second thing is, uh, is this is, is, and I, I forgive with Jesus. I allow Jesus into the process. I'm not going to do it on my own. I pray this. I say, God 
Help me forgive fill in the blank. I can't do this on my own. God, help me, give me the strength, empower me by your spirit to forgive them. And then I do this, I say out loud, God, I forgive, fill in your blank, and release them of the debts they owed me in Jesus' name. Where it's, it's, you're involving God because it is a step of faith to release them and know that God, he's got you. He's got your future. But not only that, he actually has that person who hurt you as well. And the third thing is ask God to heal those hurts, those disappointments, those wounds in your heart. Because Jesus, he paid for their forgiveness but know what? He also paid for your healing and your wholeness. It's a, it's a two-sided thing. It's like getting in the process of what God had, had working of. Okay, I'm going to forgive and release them so then God then can work on this heart of mine and heal this heart. And I say those things out loud and, and say, God, heal my heart. Heal those, those pains. And then, let's be real. Sometimes, those thoughts can come up of like, oh, that person, oh, they, and it can come up. And then out loud, you say, I've forgiven them. I've released them. And get out of that cycle of your thoughts just going around and around. And even better, start declaring what God's word has said about forgiveness. And not only that, what he says about you, and you can even take it a step further, what he says about them, that they're a child of God, that God, he loves them, that Jesus paid the price for them. God, that you would bless them and increase them. You know, Ephesians, Ephesians 4, it says this again. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. You need faith to forgive like that. You need Jesus to walk, to walk with Jesus, work with Jesus, watch how he does it, to learn the unforced rhythms of his grace, forgiveness in action, so that he can, so that you can then enter into his rest, enter into his peace, enter into the plans and purposes that God has for you. This morning, as you hear that scripture, forgive one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. I want to give you an opportunity. Is there someone that's come to your mind of where it's like in the past you've been putting that asterisk there of like, not them, not that situation, not that person. I want to give you an opportunity right now. This morning to, to give that to God, to get rid of that asterisk and instead to give it to God, to release them of the debt they owe and to forgive them. I want to take a moment right now. Why don't we do this? You can say this out loud. Say this under your breath. But let's say this right now. Thank you, God, that you've forgiven me. You've forgiven us. Thank you, Father. You've forgiven us not because of what we've done, but because of what Jesus has done. God, we thank you that your grace, 
the blood of Jesus, that there is nothing that is outside of that, that your forgiveness is so good, so encompassing. And now, Father, I release right now. Father, I forgive this person. I forgive them. And I release them of the debts or the wrongs or what they owe me. I release them, Father. I release them. And God, I ask that you heal my heart. God, heal the wound, the hurt. Heal the disappointment. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to encourage you, as you prayed that, as you released that, as a step of faith of, God, you've got me. You've got this. You've got my heart. And know what? That's one step further into what God has for you, the plans and purposes. Hey, thank you for joining us for the Thrive Church podcast. We hope this message inspired you, built your faith, and helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to see you at a Sunday soon in person or online. You can get all the information on our website, thrivecalgary.ca. If you'd like to become a partner with Thrive Church financially, you can also do that by going to thrivecalgary.ca and click the give button. Know God is for you. We love you. Have a great week.